All right. In this episode, we talk about... Well, it's Father's Day, so happy Father's Is Day. Is it talk- Father's oh, yeah, Day? Yeah. Holy cow. So, that came fast. Yeah, right? So when does a dad joke become a dad joke? When it becomes a father? Close. When it becomes a parent. This and much more. <laughs> hey, On our episode, we spend, I don't know, what, like five, ten minutes talking about dad jokes? We, we talk about dad jokes for a long time, for and long we also time. Probably uh, the say happy ever. Father's Day to our dads. Yeah. And we both share brief little uh, stories of how awesome our dads are and what they've done for us. And I uh, just want to, there's a huge, gigantic. There's a giant spider on Giant the spider on the thing, and it freaked, freaked him out. And he's killing it now. I'm killing it right now. Whack it with the pen. Whack it. Spider guts. There you go. So check it out and also check out these words from our sponsors. The DC Experiment. Hey, everybody. Hey, we're back. (laughs) How are you doing, Dennis? (laughs) I'm doing great, Caleb. How are you? Uh, good. Doing good? Doing good. Do you know what day it is? It's not hump day. It's Father's Day, man. It is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day yeah, to you, Yeah, happy Father's friend. Day to you, too. And happy Father's dude. Day to my dad and yes. your dad. Happy Father's Day, Dad, Dads if you're listening. It's Father's Day. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. It's a made-up holiday by the card companies <laughs> and a way to get <laughs> more money. Such a killjoy. <laughs> Well, it's like, come on. Yeah. But um, we should recognize our fathers every day. Absolutely. We should recognize our And we should recognize our mothers every day. Absolutely. Our parents. Happy Parents Day every day. Happy Parents Day. It's not really as punchy, though. No, it's not. Father's Day. Father's Day, Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. What about our Heavenly Father? Should we recognize him? Probably every day. Gosh, that went serious real quick. (laughs) Can't make fun of that. Can't can't laugh at that one. Mm -mm. Nope. Okay, let's move along. Move along. Just got way too serious. <laughs> no, I tell you what, though. Some of the best, absolute best memories of my life have been with my dad. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, like, uh, he, you know, we didn't grow up with a lot of money. Mm. But he, that didn't stop my dad. Like, he was very creative. Yeah. Like, uh, we couldn't afford a lot, but he was like, I, he would like make stuff. Like he wanted to take us backpacking and he really wanted to share that life with us boys. So he would like go out to his little shop or it was a shed at the time, this little shed. And he would craft like these out of wood, carve it out of wood, these backpack frames. Hmm. And he would slap backpacks on it and be like, here we go. I made you backpack frames. And he would paint them and put little like badges on the side of them and do camouflage and then he would like hand paint little like pins and stuff and he's like if you memorize a bunch of scripture you're gonna get this pin you you memorize how to do canoeing and stuff you're gonna get this pin wow like he just was so creative and he would read to us every night and he just my dad is incredible man Hmm. oh yeah absolutely i mean i've met him with him he's a great guy i remember See, and people don't even realize this. When we were when we were really little kids, we didn't have a lot of money. And I didn't realize it at the time. 
No, you never do. No, you do, you don't realize that time. But hurt. like the stuff that your family does for you, that your parents do for you. Um, I mean, I can remember. And they tried to kind of keep it hidden, but I remember one time my my mom was like looking at my dad's feet because he had these old worn out boots and they bought us brand new shoes, boots to go to school with. But he was wearing these old worn out boots driving propane tank in the wintertime and he had gotten like a little bit of frostbite on his toes and stuff like that. Because that's the type of man my daddy's like, I want to make sure my kids have what they need and and I'll just do what I need to do to get by like he's he's like legitimately one of my uh, heroes. Yeah, when well, our dads do stuff for us that that we don't even know about. I, my dad, I hear my my dad lost a job because of something that he did for me. Dude. And I'm not I'm not going to go into it on the podcast, but he like he he changed careers at that point in his life because of this job loss that happened. Um, I remember you telling me and, that story. And yeah, man, I, I didn't find out about it until years later. I mean, like 10 years later, I'm like, no way. Are you kidding me? That was, that was, that's what happened. That's what really happened. And I was, I was just like, wow, that, that, you know, dad cared enough <laughs> to do this thing for me. And, and, and it cost him, it cost him his job. It cost him a career. And, you know, wow. I mean, and it worked out. I mean, thing, things, things worked out well for him, but still, uh, it just, the, the fact that we as dads, you know, we, we would do things for our kids that other people wouldn't, that's for sure. Yeah, and you know? I tell you what, my dad was, he worked so hard to provide for us, and then he also just loved on us and spent a lot of time with us yeah. doing his stuff. But I also got to tell you, the most terrifying thing is seeing your dad uh, drive his big bulb truck over to the school because you got the principal called him. <laughs> and you see him walking down the sidewalk. You see him pull up in the big, the big bulb truck, and then he, he gets out, and you could tell he's got that look. He's got his red <laughs> face, and you're like, "Holy crap! I'm a dead man. I'm a dead man." Once my dad gets into the school, yep. I'm toast. Wait till your father gets because, here. <laughs> because he got pulled off of the, his job, right? Right. To come, to and come deal, deal with, with me yep. being dumb. Oh, yep. You know, I had great memories of my dad too. You know, we spent a lot of time. Uh, you know, we, we hunted and we, you know, we, he was a mechanic, so we fixed things together. And, that's cool. Yeah, we did some did stuff. But that's was, how you learn life skills, it is, too. It was really it was, it was good. It was good and, and, and that's one of the reasons we started this whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. We played was music. to encourage dads yeah. to step up because dads are so important. It's, it's very needed, very necessary. We need dads to... to whoop us into shape and say, hey, we don't act like that. Knock yeah, it off. Right, and right. we need dads to say, here's how you this is it. gut a fish and here's how you field dress a deer or whatever it is. Here's how you treat a woman. Here's how you treat right a way. woman. You know, here's how you fix a car. Here's how you, right, right. Or here's how you change the oil. Something. It doesn't matter. Whatever your skill. Here's right. how you um, hack into the White House security system <laughs> with your computer. You know, yeah, whatever yeah. it is that you're good at, share that with your kid. Absolutely. Because uh, man, dads just that are involved, even if you're not the best, it's it's super important. Yep. So yeah, Father's Day, man. This this is the day we celebrate fathers, and we we figured we would spend a few minutes, uh, sometime in our in our episode here, telling some dad jokes. All right, you first. Me first. Me yeah, first. You go. Right, well, these don't have a lot to do with dads; they're just dad jokes. So I'm just gonna open right. with this. I, I like this one. This is pretty good. Uh, what do you call a fish with no eyes? Hmm. A fish with no eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A fish. A fish. 
That's just what you call it. A fish. <laughs> a fish. A fish. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, that's good. Uh, what do you call? What is the difference between a hippo and a zippo? A hippopotamus, hippo, hippo, and a zippo. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing. A, <laughs> one's really heavy, and one's a little lighter. <laughs> a little lighter. <laughs> ah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. That's fantastic. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Funny. Oh, I got one here. Okay. Why is the? Oh, whoa! I almost lost audio there for a second. Yeah, that was weird. Why is the beach a perfect place for picnics? The beach. Because you get a lot of sun? No. Because of all the sand which is there. Nice. <laughs> I've had to say that kind of slow and enunciate my words. You did good, though. It was perfect because then, it, <laughs> it, then you make it. That's good delivery. All right. Uh, <laughs> if you run in front of a bus, you may get tired. If you run behind the bus, you'll get exhausted. Exhausted. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. What do you give a pig with a boo-boo? <laughs> a pig with a boo-boo? Mm -hmm. What do you get? What do you give? Give. What do you give a you pig, give with, a pig a with a boo-boo? Oinkment? Oinkment, yes. <laughs> yes, oinkment. <laughs> I can't believe I got that. <laughs> oh, that's good. How does NASA put together a party? Ooh, NASA? How does NASA put together a party? They plan it. <laughs> That's good. You know, I always wanted to be a Gregorian monk, but I never got the chance. <laughs> uh, what did the buffalo say to his son when he dropped him off at school? It was a fun episode. What did the buffalo say? Yeah, what did son? the buffalo say to his son when he dropped oh, him I off at school? I think I've heard this one before. Can I ruin it? Can I spoil it? Can ruin I just it. Say it? Bye, son. <laughs> there you go. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's good. We're just we're just getting through some of the dad jokes we've been saving up for a while. Why is dark spelt with a K and not a C? Ooh, great question. Yeah, dark is spelt with a K, not a C. How come? Because the K. Is silent? No, you can't see in the dark. Oh, that totally <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, uh, what is Forrest Gump's password? Forrest Gump. What's uh, Forrest Gump's password? Forrest Gump's password. One Forrest One. <laughs> <laughs> one Forrest <laughs> One. It's awesome. Oh, these are great, man. These are great. What? Oh, hey, I heard. I heard this on the on the news. Right, this last week, the Lego store was reopening, right? Because all the you know COVID stuff and Phase Two and Lego store is going to reopen, right? People were lined up for blocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I heard that someone here among us is an owl. An owl? Who? Wait for it. This joke's a hoot. <laughs> this is a hoot. Oh, that's, yeah. These are so terrible. <laughs> oh, last week. Last one. No, actually, I guess this would be, uh, by the time everybody's hearing this, would be like two weeks ago. You were talking about, um, gosh, you're talking about like a, 
we were talking about cooking or something like that. Anyway, I, so so I had this one, and I had this one, and it was already you know, all queued up, and I totally didn't do it. Yesterday, I got kicked out of a secret cooking class because I spilled the beans. <laughs> um, I tell you what, though, um, the uh, library joke, whatever, that was planned so perfectly last week or the week before. Yeah. You know, like, do you remember that joke? We were know. talking about libraries, and it was like, Perfect. It was just yeah. you planted it perfect. I, well, I it was just it happened to fit. Well, I tell you what. Sometimes I tell dad jokes. Yeah. And sometimes he laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> this is my last one. That's all I got. Um, I got. I just. I was putting in for work, you know, because this whole COVID thing and employment's down and stuff. But so I got a new job, right, as a guillotine operator. Oh, geez. Yeah, I'll be heading there shortly. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be heading there shortly. Be heading there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dennis. Uh, how you been? I have been pretty good. I have to say, life is, you know, it's exhausting and it is hectic and it is full of drama but I tell you what, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I love my wife. I love my kids. Uh, I love my job. I love the people that I get to be with and work with. I love my friends. And um, there's no way in the world that I would trade this experience for anything. Yeah, so. that's awesome, man. I tell you what, I I am thankful for my folks. I'm thankful for my children. I'm thankful for my wife. It is very hard. It's very challenging mm-hmm. to try and do the right things every day. Yeah. And I fail every day. Yeah. The but right I, things, not just things right. Right. And I'm trying to get better at it. But uh, the thing is that I I am thankful. Like uh, I went out the other day, locked up chickens, and I stood out there and I just kind of watched the sun going down. And I look back over what everything God has done, what he's taken me through. And, you know, there's so much more uh, life to live. But I was just, I was just thanking him. I was like, God, thank you for everything you've done. I've been stressed out lately because of this uh, job uh, at the hospital and getting prepared for this fire inspection stuff. It's been weighing heavily on me, but I'm making progress through it. And uh, But the thing is, is that everything is a learning experience if you let it be. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you if you learn from it and you grow from it, man, everything that comes our way, good or bad, we can learn from it and mm-hmm. and grow from it. And yeah, uh yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. No, it's good. I love it. And that's the thing, man. Everything in this life, you know, you can either you know, yeah, learn. You can always learn, right? Good, bad, or indifferent. Yep. I mean, you can always learn from it. You make and mistakes, that's one thing my dad always taught me. I'm going to cut you off here. Yeah, cut me off. <laughs> Do it. That's I'm one used thing. to it by now. Yeah, you're used to it. That's <laughs> what my wife says because my wife, she's like, dude, you got to cut, cut. Like, you got to stop cutting off, Dennis. <laughs> so like, she was like, you cut him off all the time. All the time. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but he's my friend. He's used to it. She's yeah, like, I'm used to it. <laughs> Yeah, he he. This is this is our real life conversations. Mm-hmm. This is how pretty much how it goes. Every now and then, 
you have great points. And you cut me off. And I just cut you <laughs> off. <laughs> I just cut you off right in it. But I'm, that is one thing I'm working on. I'm trying to be better listener. Mm, yeah. And I've gotten way better. Oh, dude. absolutely. If you, say, yeah. you, you've known me. I have for a long time. And, you know, I, I, I used to talk over people all the time. And now it's a little less. Yes, it is. Anyways, one thing my dad always taught me was that to be teachable. Yeah. I remember him saying that all the time. You know, son, you got to be teachable. Yeah. You know, and it's okay to make mistakes as long as you learn from your mistakes. Learn, right, yeah. Don't be afraid to try something. Don't be afraid to make a mistake as long as you learn from it. He's like, now if you keep making the same mistakes right. over and over, then right. we've got problems. Yeah, absolutely. Then yeah. we've got issues we need to work on. But learn. I think there was a, it was a John Maxwell... Uh, leadership book and it was titled sometimes you win sometimes you learn i thought huh it's a nice perspective oh, i, I love like that. that you know you're that's right, great if, if you just think about it like that in, in all of life you know you're either winning or you're learning <laughs> dude i love that you that know, is a great perspective good perspective yeah i know for me personally mm-hmm. i've been afraid to do certain things because i'm afraid of failing yeah yeah you know and so like i've taken kind of the safer route if you will mm-hmm you know, to try and bring a little bit more stability, a little bit more security. But the thing is, as I get older, you realize, like, you may have missed out on some cool experiences, if even mm. if you failed at something. Right. And you, right. Playing you, it safe, so but to speak. To, yeah, but to say that you tried right. and it failed, that's a great life experience. And you can share that knowledge with other people. So you're limiting yourself and you're limiting what you can share with other people by not trying. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, limiting lessons you can give to your children. Yep. Right? Or other people who might learn from this too if you never try. Well, and I think, I don't know, the society, you know, this matrix that we live in, we've talked about, says, you know, you have to do things a certain way and it's scary to step outside of that box or Mm -hmm. to think bigger than that and then not try. Yeah. You know, we're told, we're given this cookie cutter way of living mm-hmm. of here's how you do it. And this is, and then if you step outside of this, it's too risky. It's too scary. You're, you might fail. But the thing is, so what? Right. Absolutely. That's, that's. So uh, what if you fail? So what? You're going to learn through some of the most incredible people and some of the most successful people have been fired from multiple jobs, have uh, had incredible crashes but have come back and learned from those and applied those mistakes or those experiences to do incredible things. Yeah. You know, I think it was, uh, um, is that, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. Now, there's, there's a quote. It's kind of a long quote from Teddy Roosevelt, but it's a really, really poignant one, right? And, it's, it, and I'm just going to say it because it's really good. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or whether the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither knew victory nor defeat. Wow. That's a great quote. I love that. That's powerful. You know? Holy cow. If, if you never try, 
you know, you'll, you'll never succeed. Why do you think people, in, and I put myself in this group, are so afraid of failure? Why are we afraid to fail? That's a great question. What is it in us that, that we're taught maybe as a kid, as a child, or we're brought up thinking that failure is somehow bad? That, that well, if I just never try, then I'll never fail. Yeah, it's true. Right? How, that, well, I think that affects a ton of people. I think it does, too. Um, you you know, know. If I just don't do anything, then I won't disappoint anybody. I, I <laughs> you know read, what I mean? Yeah, it's true. I read somewhere, too, like, you have to make yourself uncomfortable. Because once we get into a place where we're comfortable, mm-hmm. we don't want to try because we're comfortable. Yeah. And it's scary going to a place that's uncomfortable, the unknown. Yeah. Right? Like we want unknown to- Unknown is weird. It's scary. It is scary. We want, we're creatures of habit. Yep. And we want stability. We do. And we want security. Yeah. And the thing is, you have to basically go against your nature almost. Well, isn't that what faith is though? I mean, the- the evidence of things not seen, mm-hmm. right? The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is the definition of faith, right? That we grew up knowing and uh, believing, right? Yeah. That's essentially what faith is. So, you know, if we go through life where everything has to be seen and known and understood, we're not living by faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm. You know, and, and I that speaks to me. You know, we can't know everything. We can't be certain about everything. We can't have everything be spelled out to us ahead of time and and everything be safe all the time Mm -hmm. because that would not then require faith. It's not faith if you can see it, right? Just like like it's, it's not, you know... It's not trust if it's always supervised. It's not, you know, there's, there's, there's words that we, we use in our day-to-day lives that are exclusive to other definitions, right? And faith is one of those things that it's not faith if you can see it. Yeah. Right? If you, if, if you already know, that, that, then, it's, then it's not. Yeah, then it's not. It can't be. Yeah. Because if that's you... the antithesis of faith. And we need to walk by faith and not by sight. Again, it's, you know, biblical references we keep pulling out and using, but I think they're important, especially as fathers. Oh, I love that. And, and you can't be reckless, you know, you can't be like, well, oh, yeah. I'm just going to not think about what the consequences could be. I'm just going to be that, try this. But I think- Well, to, that's foolishness. Yes, though, exactly. Living, living that way. Yeah. But I think if you if you pray about it, you, mm-hmm. you, you calculate it, sure. you look at it, and there's a certain point where you can only plan so far, and then it right. is a leap of faith. Yeah. Well, and Proverbs talks about, uh, you know, a wise man- calculates the cost of building something before he builds it essentially right yep. he, he plans it he you know it d- just determines if it's going to be financially viable to do i mean that's wisdom that we do that but there's still a point at which exactly there's still a point know. where you have to take that step you have to take the leap yeah right and it's not faith if it's not a leap if it's just a step it's not really faith i think faith requires the leap yeah and i think to get to the end of your life and not have tried something scary. Oh yeah, right. Would be a tragedy. Yeah. It would it would just be like I should have tried because life is so short, life is so fast that to not try anything that puts you outside of your comfort zone yeah. is a waste because then you're going to see God show up, you know. <laughs> then you're going to have those really cool stories that people share like 
I didn't know what was going to happen. I tried this and this person came along and totally helped me out. And now we're best friends forever. You know what I mean? Like something cool like that, that you would have never experienced had you not stepped out into the unknown, right? got outside of your comfort zone and live life. Yeah. And that way you'll at least know either victory or defeat. It won't be in this nether region of mediocrity yeah. of this gray kind of meh life where yeah, you just kind of lived it and you did your thing and everything was nice and you were, yeah. you know, and you died at blah, the end. And yeah. And, right. Yeah. You know that you, that you actually stood up for something or that you made a, made a, I'm not talking about like leaving a legacy cause all that stuff, you know, everybody has this, it, it, honestly, it's kind of a selfish thing, though. You know, I want I want people to remember me. I don't care if people remember me or not. I really don't. I want people to see Jesus in me, and that's the most important thing. Whether well, they remember me or not, is it, it's not about me. It's about Him. Well, you know, it's amazing to me. Yes, you're exactly right. The thing that's amazing to me is that people won't remember you. Give it two generations. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, okay. people won't even know. Right. No, you're, you're absolutely. Around. But but to at least know in your heart of hearts. That when it's your time, you lived life to the fullest, right? You, you had an abundant life. I love it. Right? We talked about that over the last couple of Sundays. Yep. You know, the what is uh, following the way, right? Following Jesus, who is the way and the truth, right, will lead to an abundant life. You know, and we didn't talk about that a whole lot last week with Chantel because we're talking about like kind of the more nuts and bolts of, of living, right? Right, healthy and 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 my you know body and mind and spirit and all that, right? Right, but ultimately it comes down to uh, as as fathers, right? We have an obligation to our children to show them what it means to be a Christ follower, right, and to model that for them. And how they can live an abundant life too. Yep. Right. Not just not just about us and being comfortable, but about being an overcomer. Mm-hmm. Right. About uh, being a, you know a warrior, spiritual warrior, not just one who uh, is is accepting of their place and state in the in the in the world or in the universe, but that we're fighting these spiritual battles and we're teaching our kids how to fight these spiritual battles and teaching our wives and teaching and the people that we're, that we have a duty to, to teach. That's what we do as, as husbands and fathers, you know, that that's our role. That's our job. And we can't, we can't let that go. So. I love that because the thing is you want your children when they go out in life, cause they're going to get hit. They are. And they're going to make mistakes. Yep. And to not feel defeated mm-hmm. or beat themselves up to be like, okay, well, I learned that that doesn't work and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. Let me try something else yep. and to overcome those failures or those mistakes because yep. we we will continue to make st- mistakes the rest of our lives. Oh, yeah. And as long as we learn from them, mm-hmm. that's what matters, man. That's what's important because uh, there's a lot of pressure put on kids today and there's a lot of pressure to perform and to be amazing and to do these things it's too much pressure and (laughs) pressure uh and it's pressure not to fail not to screw up not to make mistakes and the thing is making mistakes is is how we learn going through hard things is what makes us better because if we had no 
resistance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we would be weak. Yeah. If we had nothing to push us back and make us rethink, we right. wouldn't be stronger physically, mentally, spiritually. Yep. If we had no hard times, we just float and we just be this no nothing thing. Yeah. And maybe I don't I don't know, maybe that's why God lets us experience these hard things to teach us, to grow us, to experience us. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, and and as as Christ followers, you know, we also have to understand I think and, and, and Chantel actually touched on it last week a little bit, that perspective shift of if if you begin with I have to do all this stuff, right, in order to, you know, gain acceptance and feel good about myself and all these things, right? That that you actually flip that on its head and start with I am loved and uh, by the creator of the universe and accepted by him. And, and that then motivates me to do things, right? If we start with that perspective, uh, it, it helps us to, I don't know, helps that to is a great get outside point. of our, our, our comfort zone, I guess, a little bit and, and do things, not to be accepted, but because we already are. I love that because I think a lot of what motivates us is acceptance. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. our parents, acceptance yeah, of yeah. our friends, and if we realize we're already accepted, yeah, well, at least by God, by God, yeah. You know? I mean, there, I guess there are some people who may not necessarily accept us, but that's on them. Yeah, you know that I am already loved and accepted by God, right? And that that's huge. That's that's a game changer. It is if you start there. If you view yourself mm-hmm. through the lens. That yeah. God views you. Right, right. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah. That's, and, and you have to start there, though. You, I mean, you, otherwise, it's just a futile attempt at trying to please a God who's already pleased. Or a lot of people are motivated to try and please other people. Yeah, yeah. Or, or get people. acceptance sure. from my parents. I want to get this promotion because my dad will be proud. Right, right. Or I want to do this because people will think I've, I'm yeah. awesome because I'm making this much money now. Right. Or, you know, and they put these pressures upon themselves because yeah. of society or their family or whatever. And talk about bondage. Talk about yeah. being um, subject to everything else besides what is true. Right. What is the way in the life. Yeah. You know, um, well, what do you say? And so, it's true. Like what, again, what Chantel said <laughs> about like, uh, you know, follow me. I'm going to give you freedom because yeah. my burden is light. Yeah. You know, yoke is easy. My burden is light because it's like, you don't have to live up right to anything else. No. It's a free gift. It is. And, and you can't. Exactly. That's, that's the not thing. works based. It's not, there's works nothing based. you can do to earn it. And so. That's one thing I have. I've tried. I, don't, I, I fail sometimes, and I, I don't always do this, but I've really, really tried and made a conscious effort over the years with my children to make sure that they know that no matter what they do, they are loved and accepted by me. Mm. They could fail. They, awesome. could, they could disappoint me because I, you know, I have my plans for them and what I want them to do and what I see them you know, doing with their life. And yeah, that might not necessarily go the way, <laughs> but, but who am I? I'm not God, right? I'm just their dad. And, and they don't have to do what I plan for them to do, right? Mm-hmm. They need to do what God tells them to do, and they need to do what God has planned for them to do. And that may not be in, 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 in line with what I've got. So, you know, whatever. But the point is, no matter what that is, and, 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 I, t- and I, I told them this too. This has probably been a while since I've mentioned it. No matter what they do, they could fail. 
they could, they could do nothing. And I would still love them and I would still accept them. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's my job to reflect that unconditional love of God to my kids. Because that's, that's an important thing that we do as husbands and fathers to make sure that our kids have that picture of who God is and how he loves us by how they see, and we've talked about this before, how they see us as dads. Exactly. And a lot, you know, God can do tremendous healing with people who don't have fathers or dads, yeah. but a lot of how a person views God is how mm-hmm. they view their relationship with their dad. Yeah. And uh, if, if uh, the dad is easily disappointed and yeah. is and doesn't accept their child because of whatever, that's going to affect them. It really will. Yeah. And, and, and in their relationship with God, too, because they're going to be afraid of disappointing God, and they're going to try and earn God's favor. Right. They're Not gonna... understanding that they already have it no matter what. Exactly. If they're his. Exactly. You know, I mean, you, you can't have this conversation with an unbeliever. Right. Because, you know, biblically... The wrath of God is upon them, but is it's, what Paul said. But <laughs> you helped me understand this years and years ago. Like, I don't know, like uh, 10 years ago, maybe longer okay. than that. But when you said you're already forgiven, when mm. I was making some mistakes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the fact that, it, I don't know, it just clicked with me one day that God sees me forgiven yeah that's what the blood of jesus did yeah that's what it did and when you accept that like for some reason a light bulb went off and i felt free Hmm. like instead of beating myself up and feeling guilty and feeling sad every time i screwed up or made a mistake or sinned right i was free from that and that it, feeling, right, of yeah, guilt and shame. I was free from the guilt and shame because I had already been forgiven. Yeah. And I don't know, that changed my life in a huge way because I stopped beating myself up yeah. and actually accepted the forgiveness that was given to me. And then I was free to live life and make mistakes and screw up and, and <laughs> not have to worry about doing everything perfect yeah. because I've already been forgiven. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that out there, people who beat themselves up over not living up to certain expectations, whether it's ones they set up for themselves in their mind or whether it's there, there it's ones that they think that either their spouse or their parents or whatever set up for them. And they think, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not doing what they think I should be doing. I'm not doing what I think I should be doing. And they're not realizing that it's God who has the plan for them. And it's God who already loves them. And it's God who already accepts them. And it's God who is the one who's in charge. And, it's, it, and they don't have to do anything. And there isn't anything they can do to make him love them anymore. Or be any more accepted. Or any more pleased. Right? Listeners, God, if, if you are his, he is already pleased with you. You can't earn it. Nothing that you can do will earn you God's favor. And you just got to soak that in. I mean, that, that, just saying that makes me a little emotional. Yeah. <laughs> just thinking, man, because that's, that's, I'm talking to myself too. Yep. Nothing I can do is going to earn God's favor. He's already pleased with me, and he's already pleased with you, and he's already pleased with his people. And so we have freedom. I mean, that, that's what gives yeah. us freedom in this life 
to live our best life, to live an abundant life, to do the things that he's wired us to do because we already know deep down inside that, we, that he loves us and that he's pleased. He's not mad at us. And there's such freedom to that. There's such a relief. Like you can breathe. You can actually just, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm free. Right? I am free. Yeah. Because of the love. Yeah, right. Hmm. Good stuff. I love it because it doesn't, it, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. There really isn't. I you know. And if, if there was, somebody to figure it out. I don't know. Doesn't that, just, <laughs> doesn't that just make you like, it makes you free and so it makes you want to love other people more. It does. You know, that, and that, okay, totally. That's one of the things that. Because you're free to be, you're oh, not, you, it makes you realize that you, you're free, you're loved. Let me start loving on other people because when we're all self-centered and self-absorbed and hating ourselves or feeling guilty about what we've done or, totally right. or, or guilting ourselves, then when somebody else does something, we're like, how can you do that? And you're just, you're, you're, you're pushing your guilt on them mm. because it's your own guilt yeah. that you feel towards yourself. Right. And so you're putting that on them. And then when you don't have that guilt... What do you want to put on other people? That freedom, man. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not ashamed anymore. You don't need to be ashamed either. No, and that's, and I guess that's a thing, man. The, the, the when I when I latched onto that truth, that's when I found a, a, a higher, a greater capacity to love people, mm. to love God's people more and more and more. It, my oh, my family, my awesome. wife and kids, you know, friends, and and. Uh, you know, neighbors, right? Uh, to be able to love people in a greater and deeper way because of what I already know about how much God loves me, right? And that was, that was, that's totally freeing when you can go, all right, you know, I can show people the love of Christ, right? Be, because of what he did for me, you know? And, and that's, that's the gospel, we were talking about that the Good other day news, on yeah. on uh, Brandon's Brandon's podcast. podcast. Yep. Yeah, we got invited. By the way, listeners, if you don't, if you haven't checked out uh, the Beebs, he's got himself a podcast, Hunting for Truth, and uh, Monday the eighth, I guess, of June. I think it was Monday the eighth, if that's actually a date that's correct. <laughs> we were on his podcast, and um, or no, it was Sunday. It was Sunday the seventh, I think. It was on. It came on Sunday, and. Um, yeah, we talked about the gospel. We talked about how to uh, how to disagree, disagree agreeably. Yeah, right. Have some civil discourse with people, um, but we also talked about what the gospel is too. And and that was a it was a pretty fun time to to share with those guys. But uh, you know that's that's really what it is. It's it's God's unconditional love for His people, and once we have that, we have to share that. That's our that's our duty to share that with other people so that they get it. And understand God's love for them too. It really is good news and it really is freeing. Yeah. And that's what, like I said, changed me. And then it made me change my behavior too. Well, you wanted to change your behavior. Yeah. Though, right? Yeah, it did because it was just like, well, now that I'm, I know I'm forgiven no matter what I do, it made me want to start just doing the right things. Well, doing your best. Yeah, doing your best. Right? Yeah. It's not do your best so you earn God's favor, it's right. you've already earned it. So, yep. Just do your best. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's, because that, it's, yeah, it's flipping it on its head. Mm -hmm. It's not works-based. Yeah. Right? You know, again, talking about Chantel last week and stuff we've talked about before, right? The, the, the Bible is very clear that our salvation is not based on our works. 
It's not. Now, faith without works is dead, sure, but that, that doesn't, works don't come first. God's favor comes first. That's right. Salvation comes first, and the works are a outward sign of the stuff that's taking place inside of us. It's a result of that faith. Yeah. It's a re- it is absolutely a result. Of believing in what you can't see yeah. and realizing and accepting the truths that you can't see. Yeah, right. That you And sometimes are, you don't feel. Yep, and some that's great that you don't see or feel, but realizing that you are forgiven, yeah, it's still that true. you're worth dying for, yeah. that you're that the the creator of the universe right. loves you and accepts you. Yep. You're like, "Oh, I'm free." And so now because of that, yep. I have the freedom to do my best. Live my best to sh- life. Just yep. show up. Hey, dads. And do your best. Show up and do your best. Because that's what we talk about all the time. I don't know. Once you can grasp that and really get a hold of that, it'll change your life. Yep. It's the good news. Yeah, it is. I mean, ultimately, it's, it's the root of the gospel mm-hmm. you know, and, and eternal life, of course. Right, because that's that's important too. You know, the fact that that we can live this life now is great, and and live and have an abundant life and and do all that is fantastic. But ultimately, it's hope for the future. That yeah, because we're gonna make mistakes still now, and that's okay because we're forgiven. It's okay, and don't be afraid to make mistakes. Right, but there is a future hope that's that someday we will be better right whatever that means i don't know i, I, I and it's faith because there's no way faith. to know yep right there's no way to prove it nope it's just that's faith that's what it is that's what it is yep that uh, it, it uh, maybe for a for a future episode or something to talk about uh, eschatology or you know the end end times things like that and 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 then like heaven like what what heaven is going to be like and things like that because there's all kinds of interesting teaching out there about oh, yeah. it right and I know we've talked about it, we've alluded to a few things before, but to really get deep into it, you know, I, I think it, it's, I am always try, I always try to be aware of that original deception from the enemy that you will be like God, right? So to say that we will be perfect, I mean, God is perfect. And if we say, if we're saying that we're going to be perfect, or, or isn't that like we're going to be like God? I don't know. I hesitate. And when I when I get to anything that compares me to God, I'm like, eh, put the brakes on, mm-hmm. because I don't know that that's a great, I don't know that's the safest place theologically, right? Because it, it really is in line with that original satanic deception that says you will be like God. So anything that compares you or that says you're going to be just like God in this respect, in this respect, in this respect, I'm like, mm, I don't know. And and so yeah, I mean that's 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 me. That's that's where I sit. But um, to live forever, right in a in a new body, right in a, in a new in a, in a body that was designed by God to live forever with Him in whatever experience that's going to be on this place, renewed place with Him. Uh, that's what I believe, but you know that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. It's a lot of a uh, it's a gospel message there too. Mm-hmm. You know that there is hope for the future. 
Oh, I'm counting on it. Yeah, right. Because this life is sucks. <laughs> so well, you know. I mean, we're blessed. I'm blessed. There are parts of it, I, I, parts of it that are, they're fantastic, and life, there are parts of it that suck. Life yeah, is right. hard, man. It's hard. It's absolutely hard. Dealing with struggles, dealing mm-hmm. with uh, you know all the burdens. Yep. There's a lot issues. I mean, whether they be personal issues or issues with other people in your lives, you know, this experience is not easy, and it's not. Sup- well, I don't want to say it's not supposed to be, but it's not supposed to be. <laughs> right. That's how, again, like you said earlier, that's how we grow. That's how we get stronger through if adversity. If you let it, that's the thing is you do have a choice. Yeah, that's true. If you let, you could uh, be consumed mm-hmm. by the hatred and bitterness and the anger yeah, of feeling how unfair your situation is, whatever that is. Shaking your fist at God. Right. And you say, you know what? My life sucks because I didn't have a choice and this is the way I was made with mm. this disability or with whatever. Right. And to say, you know what? I never had a chance, whatever. And you could just be full of hatred yeah, and could. anger. You could. At your situation. You know, I was, you know, I was born to a poor family or I never had anything. Or have this condition or that condition. Right. Or mm-hmm. whatever it is mm-hmm. that you, are, you know, are saying controls your life. Right. Yeah, because that condition doesn't control your life. No. You know, it might affect your life, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Diff- people with different abilities, that those things affect your life. Yeah. But God's still in control. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, have you ever seen the videos of that guy who has, like, no arms and no legs? Yeah. And he preaches yeah, the yeah, gospel? Yeah, uh, v- uh, v- Oh, what's it? I know his name. I know what you mean. Yes, I have. But it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people that feel sorry for themselves or victimized because of whatever, <laughs> go listen to that guy. Right. For two seconds in the joy. Yeah. And he was born basically no arms, no legs. Yep. It's amazing. He's got a little foot, a little, a little piece of foot yep. down there on one one side. Yeah, I watched him actually dial a phone number once. It was just, you know, a leadership yeah. thing, and he was speaking, and like... Like got the phone and had to like get it up in between his shoulder and his face and he used his little toe. Yep. Because he got yeah, like one it's toe. It's just, uh, just. It was the, incredible. Yeah. The thing is, like, uh, we all have stuff yeah. we're dealing with. Nobody's got it perfect. Nobody's mm-hmm. got it made. And even if it looks like it, they don't. They really don't. If you see people that inherited a ton of money and they're rich, they're probably worrying all the time. Right. <laughs> About how to maintain that or save that or whatever or yep. somebody else or or never knowing if you have true friends. Yeah. Whatever that is. And that perfect Christian family that you see down the street, they're not perfect either. It doesn't exist. Yeah. They're just as dysfunctional. Oh, yeah. Because we all are. We, we all, all are messed up. We are. Every one of us. They don't, that, that doesn't exist out there right now. No. And that's yeah. why we need. It's a good show that we sometimes try to put yeah. on for other people yeah. or other people put on yeah. for us. But that's exactly what it is. It's a show. And I wish, I really, really wish that people could be more honest with each other about stuff like this. I think it would be way more helpful. Wouldn't it? Because when you see Mr. Perfect, whatever there, and if he was honest about what's going on, you're like, About what kind of a mess he is? Yeah, that feels so good. Okay, good. I'm glad that you're struggling because I struggle all the time. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, we're... we're, we're That other person who you think is great is probably just as much or more of a train wreck as mm. you are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And their family's probably just as messed up as yours is. They're just hiding it better. <laughs> or maybe not That's better. exactly right. That's exactly right. Because you know? I think everybody's got issues, and, and nobody's 
got this thing down. And we, and we don't either. You know, we're, we've got this podcast, you know, speaking from Sinai up here, mm-hmm. you know, in your bunker. But uh, That's right. Underground bunker underground in the middle bunker. of the night. But, you know, it's, it's not like we have it all together either. No. Know, we, we've got our stuff. No, we, I try hard, but I, night. like I said, I, man, I was not nice to my wife a week ago. Mm. And uh, I had to apologize and work on that. So, like, no matter how hard I try to do what's right, I still mess up. Yeah. I still screw up. I still do something wrong, you know, and I try to be a good dad, but then I, I snap at my kids mm-hmm. or I say something wrong to my kids, yeah. and yeah. then I'm just like, gosh, darn it, you know? And uh, the mm-hmm. thing the thing that's amazing to me is how understanding children are. <laughs> like, when I can apologize... They're just like, okay, yeah, uh, no problem, Dad. You know, like, they're so quick to forgive. They're so quick to understand. At least that's my experience with my kids. Yeah, yours are. You know what I mean? And maybe that's the age they're at, whatever. But I apologized. I sat them down. I brought them both inside. I said, hey, look, how I was talking to your mom is not okay. Mm. And so I, I, you know, I apologized to to your mom for talking like that. I'm apologizing to you for talking to your mom like that. Nice. And, and uh, apologized in front of them. Yeah, well, that, that, that's an example. That, that lets them know that it's okay for them to do that, too. Yeah, that it's so, okay. They're going to make mistakes, yep. and they should apologize because that it's the right thing to do yep. in that case. you know. And, and they're going to learn from that, and they're going to grow from that instead of holding it in. Yeah. Right? Instead of being full of pride. Right. I think, yeah, everything I do is right because, you know, dad talked to mom that way. Well, yeah, and I struggle and with, yeah, exactly. And we all struggle with a certain sense of pride or yep, or do. an ego, right. you know, says, hey, I, what I, I'm important. What I have to say is the most important, and, <laughs> you know, yep. and it's, it's all a learning experience. That goes through my head all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What I have to say is really important. And you all need to <laughs> oh, just I'm terrible at that. <laughs> I mean, look at I cut you off all the time because what I have to say is more important. <laughs> That's right. I guess it is, right? You know? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, enough about me. What do you think about me? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about me some more. Yep. What I want. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Good stuff. I'm always learning, dude. I'm trying, you know, trying well, you know, to do better. That's all we can do. Show up, do our best, and that just means... We have to keep trying, you know, because at no point in this experience can we give up. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? To find somebody in your life that will go with you along that journey is incredible. That's huge. Dude, like, um, I'm so thankful for my wife and uh, I'm so thankful for you too, mm-hmm. like, like yeah. uh, because to find someone who will, first of all, put up with your nonsense. Right, right. You know, wife, you put up with my nonsense and still love me because of it. Right. But that, but that is why... Sometimes, I, th- I think the term is to love you in spite of it. Yeah, right? exactly. Because, that, again, that comes down to a decision that, and uh, whether it be I made with you or just decisions that we should make with other people, that, that I'm going to love them no matter what. Exactly. Right? That's huge. No matter what. So huge. they could they could hand me their junk. They could you know, they could try to treat me this way or that way. And if I have decided I'm gonna love this person no matter what, then it then it doesn't matter what junk they pass at you. It doesn't matter how they be, because that's a decision that you made. 
and and, that. and that's and I, I think that helps. I don't know because we've done that to each other. Yep. You know, and and we've handed each other junk sometimes too. Yeah. And and we've go. You know what? I'm still gonna love you. Yeah. And and no matter what kind of junk you send me. Yeah. I'm no, still you've dealt love you. with my garbage. I've dealt with yep. yours. Yep. And and uh, I tell you what, though, I'm so like the relationships, the true relationships that I have, mm-hmm. my wife, you being one of them, are so valuable oh, yeah. to me. Yeah. They're so important to me. Right. And, uh, and it's nice to know that like, I mean, I say there's nothing I could do to do that. I mean, I could kick you or something. I don't know. But the, 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 (laughs) the security of knowing that there's basically nothing I could do to lose that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's comforting. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's peaceful. Yeah. I think, and I think everybody needs to have that. Agreed. Everybody needs to have some relationship. And I, my, my personal bent would be, you need to have more than one. Yep. Need to have more than one because yep. one's good, right? and and hopefully your spouse is your one. Yeah. Right. But if you had two or three mm-hmm. of those kinds of relationships in your life, where you know you have people who are your people, yeah, who will love you no matter what, who you love no matter what, yep, and the support and encouragement that you get from those people, it just helps to have that. And I'm not saying you Huge. have to, you know have all that you don't have to to have one start with one yep you know and and hopefully if you're married it's your spouse you know and and then you you find a really close friend that you can talk to and be honest with and engage in that kind of loving relationship where they know and you know that no matter what they're going to be there yep you know and that that's that's how fathers do better right because iron Sharpens, sharpens iron. iron. Yep. Right? That's how we do better. We got to have one another in our lives in order to be better than we are today. I need you yep. to 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 sharpen me so that I can function the way I'm supposed to function. Because, right, swords are supposed to be sharp so they can cut stuff. Right. And, and iron sharpening iron is all about um, being able to do what we're supposed to do better than before. Yeah. And I love that. And... The it kind of reminds me of uh, of a saying, you know, like the naked truth is better than a dressed up lie. Mm. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like it, right. and you don't have to be you know douchey to each other. But no, no. But to to be able to speak truthfully mm-hmm. into your friend's life or your spouse's life is better than lying and fluffing yeah. because Filling you're full of fluff. Exactly. Because then you're actually doing more damage. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yep, doing... Yeah, and you don't want to do that to your friends. Mm-mm. You know, you love your friends. So you want to be honest with your friends. Yep. And you love your spouse. You want to be honest with your spouse. And so... That's how we grow deeper together, too. It is. You can't grow deeper if you're superficial. Yeah. With one another. And you don't talk about hard things. And you don't go to hard places. Exactly. And you don't... Try to grow. Exactly. Right? Hard times and hard places create growth. And hard experiences together. Yeah. Shared traumatic experience. It's true. That will bond you grow and bond. together yeah. forever. You yep. know, like, yep. hey, we went through this traumatic thing together and I will never forget you. I'll always have your back. Yeah. I mean, that. I mean, there's countless stories like that in the military. Right. Right. People fighting together through a traumatic experience and they, they realize I can literally trust that person with 
my life. With my life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm safe with them. Right. I'm going to be with them because I'm safe. Right. You know, and that's, sa- that's safety and security. And again, that starts from God. Yeah, it does. That starts when we, we, when we understand our relationship to God and how that actually works, the gospel, the truth of it, that I am safe with him. Right? That, awesome. And, and, and <laughs> nothing I can do can earn it. And I'm, you know, and all that stuff that we've already talked about, I'm not going to hash over it again, right? And then you can start to have that potentially in other relationships in your life, right? Where you can maybe be someone else's safe space, right? Or someone else's yours. I mean, that's, that's, again, it's freeing. It's huge. And it's empowering to have people who can, who can provide that for you. And then you can provide that for them too, you know, so... Yeah. Well, there you go, dads. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> I love it. That is <clears throat> that's good. And and you moms out there are important. Yeah. Hey, you know, and if mom's listening, because I know some of you are, and um, could could be single moms, mm-hmm. right? And uh, there's nothing wrong with that, man. I you you got to take both roles right now, because that's just where you got to do what you got to do, and so it's hard, but you can do it. Yep. And, um, you know, no one's telling you you have to find a man. Yep. Hang but, in there. But hang in there, right? Because that, you know, your, your kids, they need role models. They need role models. They need positive female role models. They need positive male role models so that we can reflect God to them properly, right? Um, but wives, if your husbands don't listen to our podcast, slap them upside the head. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, <clears throat> um, you know, because well, you know, when 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 we started this thing, this was supposed to be just do reverse psychology. Be like, I found this podcast; these two morons they keep <laughs> chitty chatting. <laughs> They're chat. so ridiculous. Yeah. I don't even want to listen to them anymore. <laughs> and then you'd be like, Well, I want to know what that is. Well, that or that or you got to tell them like, Yeah, they just talk about sports and and other stuff <laughs> yeah. like that all the time. Yeah, exactly. Right. They're so lame. <laughs> just say that. Use the reverse well, I'm psychology. Not, I'm, I'm not trying to say sports are lame. But I, I, I will say, mo- most guys that I know are like way into them, or at least they want I'm to I'm not be. into them they, at I, all. I, I used to be, but I'm not anymore. Nope. Nope. Nothing. Um, but I think that may be why. We're awesome? Well, <laughs> what are you saying here? What are you saying? I'm trying to pick no, up what you're saying. <laughs> well, I think we are. But, uh. I'm saying, the, the, you know, if, uh, if uh, my point is you got to use reverse psychology because mm. if you're like, sweetie, you got to listen to these guys because they are so good and I think they would really help you maintain a better perspective on life. You just told like, him he had a bad perspective on exactly. life. Exactly. Yeah. So you're going to be like, uh, you know. No, I ain't listening to these Yeah, yahoos. I'm not listening to these yahoos. And sometimes. They and don't know anything. Ladies, and guess what? You're right. We don't yeah. know anything. Well, we don't. But um, if it comes from you, <laughs> they probably won't do it. I, I, I hate to say that. I really hate to say that. Mm. But it needs to be their idea. Yeah. Right? And Because that's that's how people change. You change that way. I change that way because I think, ooh, I have this great idea. And if someone else tells me, I am typically resistant to that idea because it's not my idea. Yeah, my first instinct is be like, no, don't mm. tell me what to do. Yeah, don't exactly right. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> and right. and, and no, as terrible as that is, that is how most of us are. Yeah, it's true. And so if, if there's a way to make it their idea, they'll buy in. Mm-hmm. And so anyway... 
Well, dude, I'm going to wrap it up. You are? I am. What if I don't? Well, I too bad. You're talking by myself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a threat? No. Are you threatening no, me? No, there's no threats there. Are you I, threatening me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... I truly am thankful for you, though. <laughs> I'm thankful for you, I too, am so uh, glad we get to do this. Yep. And yep. it's just, Very it's a so. fun experiment. Yeah, it's 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 been neat. It's, well, we're almost almost at six months of doing this. Is it? No. Almost. It was no. quarantine. Was it quarantine? Has it been? No. It's, well, it when did we start? Quarantine. At the very end of February, right? Yeah. Well, you know, it's June now. March, April, May. Four months. Jeez. Yeah. It's, it's going fast. It's going really fast. This is what, episode 34? 34, 34 yeah. 34 episodes that we've yeah. done. 17 weeks-ish. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Give us feedback, DCXP listeners. Yep. We love your feedback. The DCXP.com. The DCXP at gmail.com. Um, we still have yet to get a voice message, haven't we? No, Brandon did, remember? We didn't play it. We never played we it. We did play it. On the Dude, on the episode? Yes, remember I know, we, we edited it, it we because he did it. Bobby Beep. Bobby Beep. He used the last oh, name. Right. And that's where Bobby Beep came such from. A forgetful guy. Dude. Yeah. Holy right. smokes. 30, 34 episodes, you think I'd remember, but I know I don't. Oh, Sorry. my brain. Your brain is still trapped still for other trapped, stuff. Rusted open. I rusted open on that <laughs> one. But like uh, emails from like Big Sister Chris, I love. Yep. You know, thought provoking. Exactly. I, I love all the feedback that we get. So, both emails, our moms. I know. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> I know. And then my dad on that one episode. That's right. Your dad, you wrote. know, he says we are getting better. Yeah. You know, it's not like uh, fingernails on a chalkboard anymore. anymore as it <laughs> as it started out. Oh, that's um, good, man. So we're getting better. It's fun to see what what happens. My but. son is supposed to leave a voice message. I heard he was supposed to leave a voice message is sometime he soon. Did he go check out our website? I believe he did, and that's where he's going to click on the thing and leave us a voice message. Oh, okay, okay, because he hasn't emailed he hasn't us hasn't done either. it yet, yeah. Okay. yeah. We were just talking about it tonight, actually, before I came over. <laughs> so funny, dude. <laughs> um... Thank you all for listening. Yep. Um, thank you all your dads out there that do step up. I do want to say for all you dads that are out there trying yeah. your best, showing up and doing your best and trying, good job. Yeah, way to you go. Know, keep it you. going. It's good. It's it's you You're making it. an impact. You'll never re- regret it. Yeah. And wives out there, right, who are listening, because apparently we have more women listen to us yeah, now than men. Yeah, it switched. Did I already? Did we were talking we about didn't. this? We it didn't. switched about a week, a week and a ago half ago, or so. Where um, we actually have more female listeners, according to our analytics. According to analytics, we're at forty-five percent female, forty-three percent male, and then like was it ten percent or twelve percent, whatever? That's undecided. That's undecided. That? They can't figure it out yet. I haven't quite decided what it, anyway, we're not even going to go there right now. No. But yeah, so uh, which is apparently cool. which more is ladies than awesome. gentlemen, but you know, it is what it is. So encourage a man. Yep. And uh, love him. And, uh, you know. You know, stay strong out there. It's a crazy world we live in. Yeah. And uh, just love each other. Can't we all just get along? That's what you just said, isn't it? No. No, it's just totally. No, that's not came what I just said. Way. I just said, "Hang in there." I said, "Hang in there." This love, is a tough world. We just love each other. Let's love each other. <laughs> well, you're right. We should love each other. Uh, because we have the love. I don't know why Rodney King came to mind when he said that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. Yeah, you're just so bitter and cynical. 
<laughs> so <laughs> bitter. Oh, it's terrible. Oh. Don't tell me what to do. Dude, it's right. That's right. I'll Don't love who dare. I want. Yes, Jesus At says love everybody. <laughs> exactly. But I will pick and choose. That's right. Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, have okay. a good week, yep. and we'll see you guys, see you guys uh, Wednesday. next Wednesday. The DC Experiment. <laughs>